One of my favorite people is my former new media intern, Grace Munger. She graduated from college last year and came straight to Portland to work in our office. Now she's a published queer feminist writer who also works at Planned Parenthood. So I was really sad to hear that a month ago, Grace was feeling really low. She and her girlfriend had just broken up. I know that feeling all too well. In the first month after a breakup, it can feel like nothing matters, and the world is a cruel and terrible place, and there's a cloud raining just on you. So I asked Grace to keep a one-week audio diary of heartbreak to document how she was practicing self-care or how she wasn't. Amazingly, she agreed. Here's Grace's seven-day diary of heartbreak. (sighs) Okay. Deep breaths. It has been three weeks, almost four weeks, since the person I was dating and I broke up. And I have gone through so many emotions since then. I've just been really sad, really vulnerable, and just struggling to make it through, Um, each day feeling some kind of wholeness. It's nighttime. Nights are hard. They've always been hard, but especially lately, nights are hard. They're lonely and kind of just biding time until it's an appropriate time for me to actually go to bed. It is day two of me documenting my day-by-day heartbreak. Uh, Today I cried twice. I drank four cups of coffee and I had two drinks tonight. So today was kind of rough. Uh, I worked, which was hard. One thing I will say is that, not that you asked for my advice, but my advice is this. When you're going through a hard time or you're going through a heartbreak, I really suggest you have somebody, you find somebody that you can text these three words to. And those three words are, I am sad. (laughs) And they don't have to have the answers or anything really to say in response. Today is day three of these Tales of Heartbreak. Um, Tonight, after I got home from work, my plan was to go get some dinner and get some work done and maybe go on a run and, you know, just kind of stay busy for the night and be productive and get things done. Um, I ended up getting a slice of pizza and now I'm watching the X-Files in bed so 
Days don't always go as you plan. Day four, I learned yet again, there is never any good reason to text your ex. And yet I did it. And I think today was just kind of plagued with a feeling of not being good enough. And I think a part of me really just wants this person to prove me wrong and prove that voice inside my head wrong and tell me that I am good enough and that I am loved and blah, blah, blah. Um, So I think I went searching for that tonight a little bit. Um, And I didn't get it. Of course I didn't. Day five, I had a tough time getting through work today. In fact, I ended up rewarding myself uh, with chocolate and extra long bathroom breaks um, for every hour I worked. Now I just got home from babysitting and it's late and I'm tired, but I did it. So today is day six, and I am actually really excited to record this. Um, Not because I'm in a particularly good mood or anything, um, but I wanted to share something with you that I found on the internet. So Autostraddle, autostraddle autostraddle.com, has a weekly series of Saturday morning cartoons um, drawn by various queer cartoonists um and this one it is created by Cameron Glavin who um draws and writes various things for Autostraddle and other places um illustrated this this cartoon um about depression and she kind of personifies the depression as this tantruming toddler I'm not trying to equate depression and heartbreak because those are two very different things but I am somebody who experiences depression and think that I am kind of experiencing that now um so this really did hit home for me um but yeah I wanted to read just one part um And like a toddler, my depression didn't have the vocabulary to communicate clearly to me what I was feeling or why I was feeling it so much. This part of me had a small, simple world where any negative imbalance had the potential to become a major crisis. This toddler monster was mad at being brushed off as naive, dumb, and irrelevant. It demanded to be felt. You know, I think my default um with any negative emotion 
is to ignore it and avoid it. I think I like to pretend that laying in bed with junk food and Netflix is me taking care of myself and, you know, a form of self-care. I think that's what they are. I think they are more an effort to numb rather than to really nurture and nourish any kind of healing within me. Um, And I think instead, the healing and the self-care actually can take the form of taking responsibility and being proactive and doing the dishes and calling my mom back after missing her last five calls. Today is day seven of these tales of heartbreak and I am honestly shocked that I managed to do this for an entire week. Um, I just usually try to keep things really light and with this I have kind of reached a new level of (laughs) vulnerability. Um, Something that I didn't really think I would feel comfortable doing and I still don't feel totally comfortable doing it but I did it. Today was actually pretty nice. Um, It was so sunny and so warm in Portland and I went on a long bike ride and then a long run and it just felt really life-giving to be out in the sunshine and see others crawl out of their nests and be outside and happy to be outside. I just wanted to call and tell you one thing. Okay. And that thing is, you are definitely good enough. And that, uh, you are great and good in so many ways, and you deserve all of the love in the world. <laughs> I don't know what to say. That's so nice. That's really nice to hear. You're so sweet, Sarah. Thank you so much. I wish this was like, it's a, I mean, it's a podcast but I wish you could see, like, how much I'm smiling right now. <laughs> but, um, yeah, that just made my night. 